Camurray. Christmas, my Christmas tree's delicious. That's a Lady Goo Goo song. Is it really? Yes. Unfortunately, that's uh, it's real life. She's supposed to be good in that new movie. <clears throat> I believe it. I don't think she is uh, lacking talent. No, I think she's just in a like area of entertainment that I have no interest in. Basically, yeah. Well, in terms of her music. Like I said, as an actress, I wouldn't like not see... A movie that you like. I actually want to see that movie because I also like Bradman Cooperman. Yeah, Brad Batterson Cooperson. Okay, ha 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 ha. Episode one forty seven of the Games Going Around podcast. We're doing it live in song. It's all in song. We recorded it in song. It's in song. Then we canceled the song parts. Yeah, one forty seven is a good one. It's a prime number. Mmm, prime rib. I made that up, by the way. It could be, but it probably isn't. I don't know enough prime numbers to tell you if you're wrong. I've been watching Jeopardy, and there was some prime number questions on there. Like a whole category was prime numbers? No, there was just at oh, least okay. one recently that I saw. And How the guy old was like, th- 37! <laughs> How old do you think you do on Jeopardy? Really depends. Um, there are certain shows I watch where I don't get a, like a single fucking thing. Well, then there's other shows where I'm like that, that, that. Yeah. But it really depends on categories. I'm not good at geography. Yeah, if they go up there and they're like Spanish Inquisition, I'd be like, oh. I'm not good at history or politics, yeah. and the, the, those would sink me. But I can. Get, I have some random ones that I know. So sometimes I get them. I don't think. I think I'd have to. Um, really do some homework before i could really contend i think i could contend i think i could have the the capacity to contend but in my current state i just lack so much knowledge that i just don't i don't give a shit about you know i couldn't tell you about presidential history shit like that yeah yeah like i don't yeah i just don't give a fuck no certain things that in life i just decided like not worth my time and even beyond that, like, there's just some things that, like, I'm, a, I'm one of those people that kind of has to, for some things, like, register it. Like, I have to actively be like, I want to, ne- like, remember that. Yeah, it really depends, because there's some things that are automatic for me, like, a lot of music stuff is just automatic for me. Even music I don't sure. like, I just, I, it's very easy for me to remember a tune. If yeah. I hear the lyrics, like, I could hear a song one time on the radio, and if it 
if it sticks in my head, like if I can, mm-hmm. if I just think it's a little bit good, I can remember like a surprising amount of it. So it's it's weird the way that yeah. works. Anyways, I'm Brian Garthoff here, Mike Burdett. This is the Games Gonna Ride podcast. I've been really bad about uploading these podcasts, so I'm super late on a lot of them. That's all right. But it doesn't really matter because we're just doing them for ourselves at this point. <laughs> I mean, what? yeah. I mean, I'm sure there are people. There's a couple people I know on Twitter that I know listen to it. But other than that, there goes the mic. Oh, little behind the curtain. That's all right. I'll edit that out. I would In leave it. six weeks. <laughs> um, <laughs> I heard my ankle kind of a lot. It's uh, Muay Thai today. I got to take the sock off. And then I got a little singer on it. Oh, okay. I ice it. A little preemptive brace on there. A little rappy magoo. Yeah. I kicked a man in the ribs, but I also grazed his elbow. The elbow is a tough pointed bone. I've, Not fun to do things against. It. I fucked up my foot on an elbow uh, already before. And my toe kind of is always sore right now. If I like really like put some pressure yeah. on it. So I think maybe I need to chill a little bit. But I got a new belt. Uh, this week I'm orange belt now. Oh, all right. So did you have to break more block? I did. Okay. I did. Uh, and this one you had to do. It was m- more distance and timing because I had to step into my kick and like I took a far step. Yeah. Too. Um. So I broke three boards. Is there when you're doing a test like that? Is there any sense where it's like I hope this works out, or are you pretty much like I got this? See, the first one I was dreading it. Okay. Um. But there were people who were much smaller than me doing it, so I was like, I better be able to fucking do this shit. Sure. And I didn't get it on my first try. I got it on my fourth try. Okay. But on my second test, I got it on my first try, and on this test, I got it on my first try. So I took a couple where I, like, did the gather and the run-up and then just, like, put my foot and, like, aimed it at the board. Yeah. But the main thing on this one, I was worried about kicking the dude behind the board who's holding it because this dude gets kicked like all fucking day oh my and God. like his like fingertips get kicked i've kicked his fingers a couple times and i felt really bad um i also accidentally kicked him in the ribs once uh when i shouldn't have um but then today he kicked me in the ribs so i feel like i'm even now um <laughs> but uh yeah it was uh it was fun and uh now i'm uh slightly further along the journey the road to the black belt i think i might get a black belt I might do it. Soon you can start charging people to have you around for protection. I just need to uh, probably take a couple of years, but I think maybe three, four years. I, I, mean, I see no reason why you can't keep moving forward, right? Yeah. that just It would just be if I got like a new schedule or something like super time constrained because it's kind of like I'm as good as I want it. Like even if I rank up, like I'm as good as I put time into it. Like, yeah, Because really. sure. like I could be a lot better if I just spent more time doing it, but... And I've started to on like some days where I'm not even going to the class. If I'm at the gym, I'll bring my fucking gloves and I'll just fucking go crazy on the bag for a minute. But then after like 15 minutes, I'll just spend all my energy and then say fuck it and leave. Yeah. Um, that was your Muay Thai minute. Yeah. Uh, Combat sports. Which kind of works out because I haven't played a ton of games. In fact, I've just kind of dwelled on a few games recently. Yeah, I haven't played a whole mm. lot either. I was working 10-hour ten shi- shifts this week mm. in preparation. We're moving to a new building. So oh, okay. I worked 10-hour shifts to get ready for Friday, which I had off for them to move all the garbage or whatever. I don't it's, Yeah. I, I wasn't working extra, but I was doing the prepare, preparing for the Muay Thai thing. So. Yeah, and like I run out of work on an eight-hour day, so I don't know what you expect to happen when I have to work ten hours in a day. Like, there's just no, but whatever. Yeah, I just then start fudging what I'm doing, and I'm like, yeah, I was uh, 
I was helping new people with training. I've, I was told I had to clock out the exact moment when my shift h- hits like eight hours. Yeah. But then also next week we got put on 10 hour shifts. But then they just told me like, we haven't approved any overtime. We're scheduled for overtime next week. I was like, so what? what is it? What am yeah. I doing next week? And they're like, you're probably not going to work any overtime. But just in case you are scheduled for it. Like, it's like way to hang on to that 1% shred. Yeah. Just in case you need to fuck me over later. I love when businesses like have this thing where they don't want to just tell you what's going on. Like I don't understand. Well, it's because they can't because they don't know what's going on, so they can't. Oh, I guess with mine, it's like they're purposely obtuse and like hush hush about things. Yeah, in some ways, I don't know. Jobs suck. I don't want to talk about jobs. Okay. Um, <laughs> I want to talk about video games. Yeah. Uh, so I basically have two ones to really talk about i played a tiny bit of dead cells and i'm losing a little bit of patience with dead cells um but i think what i actually need to do is just unlock more weapons and stuff to freshen it up a little bit um it's just any game with dark soul elements um it's just so demanding of your time yeah dead cells is not much different like it obviously it's a great game, and I really like it. Um, but it it's it, it wants to be like every game wants to be the game. Where I wish every game just wanted to be a game that was really fun for the people playing it, you know. And so, I feel like Dead Cells could have benefited from maybe just reducing the like sell costs on a lot of those things. I don't know. Maybe that's wrong because like a lot of people play that game obsessively. I just, I don't know if I'm ever going to be that person, you know? Yeah. See, so, I'm probably one of those people. Cause like I, uh, cause I hear people like, Oh, well I beat it on like my 300th run and I'm like, well, I don't know where I'm at now, but like, it seems like I do a lot of retreading and then sometimes getting really excited and like really into the run. And then other times like, being like, oh, well, I got to the concierge and then I thought I had a great setup and it, it, he just kind of fucked me up. I, I don't like concierge because he has that one thing where he puts like a red ball around him and then he, you, he just hits you no matter what. Yeah, it's um, basically depending on what... I have now reached the point where I can beat him with any setup I have, but I just have to alter how I fight him. Because mm-hmm. like it t- it's going to take longer with certain setups because of how you... Because like, yeah. like if I have a shield especially... It's gonna take a while because I have to wait for him to get by that. But usually, when he does that, I literally like a lot of times I just run to the side and I sit there and wait because if you're far enough away, like he can't even get to you before it goes away. Yeah. But it also like if you don't have a bow, you're kind of just biding your time. A mm-hmm. bow or see, and then sometimes I get into this if I have decent grenades, I'll take that mutation that sh- um, lowers your grenade cooldown. And so then it's like kind of like by the time I'm done throwing one, the other one's ready. So yeah. So it it's one of those where you kind of tailor to how you're running it, and then sometimes it can backfire because then if you like get better equipment that doesn't serve it, you're like, oh, this sucks now. So yeah, I wish it, I just progressed a little faster. I think, but uh, at the same time too, I know um, that when I do get into like a groove where I really am playing a lot of it, that I don't necessarily feel that way so maybe i just need to play some more um but i i don't know i think that's just kind of the one thing that gets me is like the same thing that gets me with all those games that use that type of mechanics it's like oh well i had a great run and then i lost the cells and that kind of sucks but yeah i think a lot of 
appreciation for that game kind of hinges on your tolerance for that type of game. Yeah, and it, like definitely um doesn't I don't know, like it's it's that way by design. So like I just can't like but That's like th- earlier this year like that Dan Dara game, I played the same way and I was like, oh wow, if this didn't have the Dark Souls stuff to it, I'd probably beat it. By like Dark Souls, you mean like losing everything when you die? Yeah, like dying and then losing the progress, you know, and then it's just like, uh, like I just, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time for it. If I was 14 years old again and I had just fucking high school and nothing, no other obligations to society and I could spend you know, the time I put into a full-time job playing video games, Yeah, then this would be perfect and I wouldn't be complaining at all. Sure. But I just don't have that much time. And, I, and there's so many games vying for that time. Yeah. And so, like... Well, it's a game that you, you have to earn it, I feel like. And, like, it's you don't really hit, like, checkpoints. Like, you start from the beginning every time. So, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, because I just like, got, like, like, my third flask upgrade. And so... Yeah. I've concentrated on those, and then I've gotten the new, like, I've got the random starting ranged weapon and base weapon and a few others here and there that I've unlocked, like, a couple weapons and yeah, shit. Yeah, last like, time I played, I maxed out the um, the gold holdover from when you start again. Okay, yeah, I need to concentrate on that, I Because I now have 15,000 at oh, the beginning nice. when I start, yeah, which now, usually, I can get that much pretty much every time. It's a good-ass game. I just need to play more of it and i it 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 just it's gonna take time to really feel like i'm gonna have a deep ass run in that game or beat it you know because i don't feel like i'm anywhere near it have you got to the second boss yet i don't think so the timekeeper maybe once yeah maybe i actually think he's he's uh, i guess technically a harder boss than the concierge but i have probably lost to him less Mm. Um, just because he has way more going on, like the concierge is actually fairly simple, but he's also kind of brutal. And if you had he, I feel he like he just to fuck me up. He is he is very much more difficult to fight based on your setup, whereas like the timekeeper is more, um, like uh, what's the word like diverse in how he attacks and mm. shit, so that it's more tailored to all kinds of play types and styles whereas the concierge like if you don't have some sort of range it can be a real bear to beat him yeah so that's kind of where the differences lie in that um yeah it's a game and i know this is kind of like one of those overused phrases and it's like a cliche phrase but like it really is a game that i can understand like doesn't respect your time yeah because it is like something that you have to dedicate a lot to um i think i feel like i get massive benefits from it being on switch because i'm playing it on switch as well right uh because i play it so much as like laying in my bed so a lot of the time that i would normally spend goofing off on my phone or tablet will sometimes be replaced by that so it isn't like because a lot of games i have this thing where i'm like i'm gonna sit down and i'm gonna play this game whereas with that game i don't have that it's kind of just like i'm shooting the shit Mm. like i even play it while the browns are playing so it's just like i was gonna play it earlier while i was watching cape fear and i was like i should just watch cape fear instead and then i wish i had played it instead of just watching cape fear i've been bet well i think that depends on the movie with cape fear yeah i would probably i've been trying to be the browns don't play this week so right so you have a tomorrow tomorrow. open yeah yeah um i played it on my tv for the first time 
I actually had never played it on my TV. Oh, I just I'm much it. better on the TV because I use the Pro Controller, and I'm much better with the Pro, pro Controller. I played way worse on the TV, but also I think it could have just been that I was playing poorly. That happens. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think the uh, the Pro Controller like makes the dodging easier. Okay. Um, it's just more comfortable in my hand. I don't like that the Switch automatically renames my HDMI. Does it do that for you? Like renames my shit. No, because I have it, it named Switch, and then I have, and then it goes, oh, we're renaming it Nintendo Switch, and then it goes to HDMI one. Oh yeah, no. I don't know why. On mine, it's just called Switch and has stayed that way. And now it's not even starting, which is alarming. Oh, it's because it's not docked. Whoopsie doodles. Yeah, that's um, yeah, semi impossible to do that. That's uh, that's problematic. <laughs> um. But no, it's a, it's a good game. I just need to play more of it. And then, like, trying to decide to do that sometimes is just not necessarily what I want to do because I have oh, so sure. many games. Yep. I mean, that's kind of the the curse of all of this is because if I was the type of person who played, like, one game at a time and shit, I'd probably love Dead Cells, but I'm just not. I play a lot. I of used games. to try to do that, and then it just became kind of unrealistic with all the games. Honestly, I was every time I've tried to do that, I've decided that this is better, but I just can't maintain that because I get excited about other games, and then I want to play other games in between. Well, also, I do it to try to avoid <laughs> like getting burned out on stuff. Yeah, but what usually, usually, if I'm really into a game, if I mainline it and shit, like then I'm like oh wow like that was really fucking awesome i got the yeah. whole experience in one go and like some of the best games i've ever played that's what i've done sure you know well and i think that there's definitely times when i've done that it just depends on like with spider-man i pretty much did that yeah like, i really yeah, didn't play here. anything else while i was playing spider-man yeah um but yeah but i also like see this is a unique time where like that was a unique time where like i, I wasn't playing a shooter i didn't have a sports game i was playing either mm-hmm. so i like focused on it so yeah because usually i have at least some sort of call of duty which i don't this year or last year and then that was before i got 2k and so now i have that that's always like eating at me whether i'm enjoying it or not so besides dead cells how many games do you have um probably like really only one big one because mostly rehash stuff mm-hmm. yeah so. so i got a couple rehashes as well yeah um i have been playing more call of duty but just a limited amount so i don't really have anything to add uh but more black ops 4 um then i've also been playing more nba 2k19 which i know you've yeah. also been playing and boy this game is something else I just, I just don't know, man. I don't know. It's a roller coaster. Yeah, it really is a roller coaster. Cause like, there are times when I'm done where I'm like, that was great, that was fucking great, absolutely, that was fucking awesome. And then there are times where this game is committing crimes against me, and is getting away with murder. This, this it, Raymond Felton is being guarded by LeBron James, and he goes six for nine. And the first three shots he takes. I block all of them. And then he makes six more uncontested. Like, what? I just don't, like, it, it's the scrubs that go off in that game. It's just, ah. Sometimes that game is like, I'm playing with basically a super team, okay? Yeah. A super team that should be largely uncontested. Right. Like, I should be fucking teams up. And every team, every game is like, down to the wire, dude. I had yeah. a game earlier today where it came to a last second shot 
and I missed it, and I lost because it was a buzzer shot. Yeah. So one second left. Danilo Gallinari, who's been my fucking angel. Yeah. And this, I'm shooting, I'm leading the league in three point percentage with Danilo Gallinari. Jesus. He's a 65% three point Holy percent shooter. Fuck. And, and because I get a lot of open looks. And still. And then I lost because I took a shot with him and uh, didn't make it. Yeah, that's pretty much constantly. But it's, yeah, it's just that game. That game cheats. That game is fucked in certain ways. Um, but I feel like you can tailor all of your experience with sliders and stuff and make it um, ideal. So uh, I enjoy it. I, the, my consensus is I actually I came to the conclusion today, not today, recently, Yeah, that this is one of the more memorable 2Ks because of my fucking struggles with it and i've decided that i'd rather have them make 2k into this that what i've got this year than have another year where it just seems like a new madden like because new madden seems like okay basic game here's some window dressing that they updated every now and then they have a substantial change but it's not very often in madden yeah basically from madden 12 to this mad like most recent madden not that much has changed. No, the biggest um, change has been what putting in frostbite, basically. And yeah, changing the engine and like some of the ways player movement works, and then a few of the prompts. But like overall, it's been like minor little tweaks. And then in this 2K, I feel like, well, a lot has changed here, but it's kept it interesting. Yeah, you know, and so it is a steep learning curve, and then sometimes the game is just on that bullshit, and so like. Like when I have a fucking open lane and Aaron Gordon misses a dunk and it's like, oh my God, he's one of the best dunkers there is. Oh, do you have a, a missed dunk problem also? Yeah. Yeah. Like it is in the NBA, I'd say, what is the quotient of missed dunks? One out of every 50? I don't know. Because it's, it's much higher in this game. It is yeah. like two out of every 10 for me. Yeah. It, it's just all I know is that. Also, I miss a bunch of layups. But you can. You can change that. What? You can get in those sliders and you can turn up those meters. Well, I might turn dunk up to 100 because I'd rather it be unrealistically make every dunk than unrealistically miss half of them. Um, all I know is that I'm having fun most of the time. And then sometimes that game turns to bullshit because I don't mind losing, but I don't like the ways no, I was gonna say, it depends. I am forced into losing. It depends sometimes. on how I'm losing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, up until this last play session, I would have agreed with you. This last time, it really broke my psyche for this game. I've also done the thing where it's like I'm basically playing the LeBron James team that I've always wanted to see, where I have him as a point guard like he was when he was a rookie. Yeah. And then I have fucking McCollum and Gallinari and Aaron Gordon and fucking Hassan Whiteside. So I'm just like, everyone's a fucking weapon. Yeah. And like just going insane. And then like... Even though my starting lineup is super big, my bench is all super small. So, like, I changed the entire, like, way I play. Like, I play more fast when I'm on my bench and shit, and I do a lot more post-ups when I'm on my starting lineup. And so I've had to get more creative, but I really think that this is actually kind of what I wanted out of 2K. Obviously, I don't want the bullshit, and the bullshit is very present in this game. 
yeah, but I think I can deal with the bullshit because I can af- I can change it. I, I can think get rid of the bullshit. I think you're taking a healthy outlook on it, whereas I'm taking an unhealthy outlook. No, on it. I think we're both dealing with the bullshit, and I everyone am, grieves differently. And I have decided that this game cheats, and so I will cheat. So that's basically it. I mean, like, oh well, if you're gonna make me miss a bunch of dunks, well, I'm gonna turn my dunk success up. If you're going to make me yeah. fucking time my layups, I'm going to turn that shit off. Right. If you're going to make my free throws really difficult, I'm going to turn that shit down. I don't give a fuck because it's not realistic to have people fucking my entire team shoot 60% for fucking the line. It's not. And, and I've played like a million of these games. And it's never been this hard. Like I said, like I mentioned this in a text, this game is obsessed with getting your perfect meter on shooting, whether yeah. it be from the free throw oh, line or dude, from anywhere. Anywhere. I had... I had C.J. McCollum. This is the last game I played. C.J. McCollum open for four threes in a row. He missed all of them. Yep. I shot two of 22 from three in the last game I played. Dude, yeah, my three-point percentage was terrible. I was shooting, I think, 18% and of that. And that's half. the thing. It's like, And it's not like one of those things where it's like, I'm forcing it. It's like, I would be stupid not to shoot these open yeah, shots. Yeah. And it's like, but actually, I guess it is stupid since you're not going to let me make any of them. Yeah, well, it's and it's weird. not like I'm it's, forcing. It's it's like I'm shooting threes with like Jamal Murray and fucking Anthony Davis and Miritich. It's like wow, all these guys are at least proficient, if not good at this. It's weird because like your mileage varies a lot, but that's also basketball. Like it, like even really good players have bad nights, and I it does seem disproportionate at times in this game. Well, it only but s- it, I've also had. Like, like okay, my ba- I have a bigger problem with the shooting. I have a bigger problem with my guy running up the court and fucking, instead of splitting the defenders, running directly into one and dropping the ball. I have a bigger problem with that. Oh, I think I actually think one of the worst things about that, I think the teammate AI in this is actually pretty bad. It depends. I've had really bad, like, um, me, like watching guys on fast break stop and stand at the three. Yeah. It's it's inordinate amount of time that they do that, and also um, with quote unquote bad pat games that passes that the game deems are going to be bad, they will go out of their way to not catch them. Yeah, so some of the like stats are now like too pervasive. Like I feel like hands and awareness matter more than they ever have because your players are so limited. If you don't have like like good stats and that like yeah and, and there's just times where it's just like oh well i'm glad you got that free look that i didn't get and yeah. it just seems like the computer is more capable than me at some shit but like like i said you can kind of like toy with it and like i watched get it to where you want it to be i watched in the last game i uh in the game before last it went to overtime um because I watched them shoot a th- contested three, miss it, and I watched Anthony Davis move out from under the paint to go behind their center and get boxed out. That's I the one thing I watched him do it. I think about this game is that uh, you you have to be you have to control every fucking player. Yes, you have to get, and it's impossible. Right, it's impossible to control every fucking because they're going to do dumb shit otherwise. But you have to, yeah, you have to babysit everyone. Yes. So it is frustrating. And sometimes sometimes I can deal with that, and sometimes I'm not in the mood for it. It is frustrating, but I've found it overall 
like I said, like I said, like I was full on and actually thought I found a team that with my Knicks team currently that I was like, all right, they're playing the way that I want them to be playing. And then the first game I played yesterday, I lost, but in overtime and it was competitive up until overtime. And then my team fell apart in overtime, which I was like, okay, well, that makes sense. This game is going to do that to me. Um, but in neither game that I played, I I didn't break eighty points in regulation. Yikes! And that's unacceptable. How many minute quarters do you play? Eight. Okay, so am I now. Um, and that's just not, and in the one game, Anthony Davis had forty two points out of seventy nine. Yeah, it's like this isn't how basketball is supposed to work in any way, shape, or form. I had to trade Nick Batum because he had three point. He had one point over three games. I wouldn't trade crazy. So I've traded a lot of players. Like I said, I have Aaron Gordon now. I tr- I tried to, but I couldn't get anything I liked, and so and I really like. I d- they're good players on paper. So if I do sim some stuff, I like having them. But it's just like I'm like I'm so bad with Miritich because he doesn't make jumpers, which is mm-hmm. what he does. Yeah, like, he's a finesse forward. Um, new candidate for secret crap player that I'm great with is Marvin Williams. Oh, Marvin Williams is a decent player. Uh, well, he's not decent enough to be the second highest scorer on my team. Hey, Danilo Gallinari, what's up? Danilo Gallinari is my best player sometimes above LeBron James. Yeah. <laughs> I am just so consistent with Danilo Gallinari. It's it's th- disgusting. Dude, for me in this game, and this has been my experience, and I don't think you probably haven't had the exact same, but to me it's so like forgiving and like and accommodating for big men and so brutal against shooters. No, nah, I've had I would not say I've had the same experience. Yeah, well that's it's cuz like I said like Marvin Williams is my I have a team that has like fucking great players on it and he is my second height because every time i go to the post with him it's an automatic make i've had the most problems with power forwards really oh man power forwards and centers for me Uh, if they're shooters it's it's all bad but if they're like postmen like he never it'll be heavily contested on a very late shot and it just goes in Hmm. perhaps we'll play later yeah um but yeah 2k i would say good different full of bullshit I, I'm I'm gonna keep playing it, but like I just you should just you should get in that slider menu and you should just you go should, slider crazy. You should enact justice because it's getting away with crimes. Yeah, it's That's getting away it with crimes. I should really let it get is. away with it. Raymond Felton does not score 13 points on LeBron James. No, when he's playing tight ass D on him, and when he blocked his other fucking three shots. Right. Raymond Felton doesn't do that ever. No. Not in his entire life. No. Raymond Felton has been forgotten for the last six years by the entire United States of America, including yeah. the teams he's played on. Yeah. No he, one remembers Raymond Felton. He may not even be getting a paycheck. He's a fat point guard. It doesn't make sense. He's a chubby, tiny point guard. <sighs> I shouldn't have to game plan for Skull Labissiere. It's just not... Right. Like, when the Greek freak scores 34 points on me, I'm like, okay, I expect it. Yeah. I can deal. 
Right. And I actually, I teed him up very well. Well, that's like when I, we talked about it a little bit before. put Whiteside on him. Yeah, w- before like, Ben Simmons went crazy on me. It's like, right, okay, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. Especially with having a pretty small guy having to guard him because he's a giganto yeah. and is one of the most talented young players in the entire league. But like, I, I dude, I can't sit here and watch Mason Plumley out-rebound Anthony Davis for three quarters. I can't do it. Yeah. My brain is not built to be okay with that. Like it's it's just fucking it's it's insanity it's insanity yeah sometimes well this game just gets insane um all right uh well, well, I think I know your one and only game yes um I've been taking a break from Red Dead to play other shit okay so uh, I'm probably gonna play a bunch of Red Dead tomorrow actually um but my one other game before we get to your one other game. is Forza Horizon Four oh okay finally getting into that heavy huh. Yeah, I picked it back up, and uh, boy, is that fucking good. Oh, my God. Forza Horizon 4 is uh, very much a more, like, robust version of Forza Horizon 3, which was already, like, such a great game. Um, They added a lot of shit that I am really starting to like in Forza Horizon 4, including the season stuff. now I got to the point where I'm like on the horizon roster. So the season changes with like time. So I'm like in spring and like four days from now, real life spring is going to change to summer. I imagine. I don't know if it goes in order. I would yeah. imagine it does. One would hope. Um, but yeah, I did uh, the showcase events and I think there's a limited number of those this year. And one of them was so fucking cool. Um, it's just uh, like I don't know. I I that game is you know that feeling in Spider Man where you're zipping around the city and you just kind of don't care. You're just gonna like you see something on the mini map and like I'm gonna do that. Yeah, that's this game. But to me, it's even better because yeah. I just like everything I can do is fun. So I'm just constantly being satisfied, and the game is constantly rewarding you with either influence or cars. It just gives you a bunch of cars now this time around. Like I'm constantly getting cars. And, like, depending on the race type. So, I've been doing a lot of, like, um, off-road races. And uh, I've actually been doing a lot of off-road races because I'm terrible at them with my wheel. And I want to use my wheel. So, I'm like, well, I'm going to do a bunch of these with a controller. Right. And then I hurt my ankle today. So, it actually worked out because I was like, well, fuck, I'm not going to use a wheel because my ankle hurts anyways. Um, So, I've been doing a lot of those. And then I've been just taking, like, crappy cars and just, like doing some shit with them slightly tuning them up and yeah. so and so that way they're like the top of the crappy car class so i was like riding in this fucking old ass escort earlier yeah just like tearing it up a little bit and then right. i fucking took this like this four or no it was a yeah ford raptor i think mm-hmm. and just like kind of fucked around with that a little bit i used so- to love doing that in fucking um Gran Turismo. I, yeah. had, I had a really fucking jazzed up Mazda Miata yeah. that was like in the weird shitty sport coupe division. I'm fucking rolling around in those ridiculous courses. So yeah, that that sounds like a pretty fun time. It is. And I just really like... Not to mention it looks like you're playing in a fucking Bob Ross painting. It's like a living artwork. Oh, in Forza? Yeah. Dude. Oh, yeah. Okay. So there's, um, there's two graphics modes and... This is probably the one and only negative I have to say about it is that um, the there's the like one that and like favors resolution and sure. it's like thirty frames four K. 
and then there's the one that favors frame rate and it's 60 frames 1080p and i was noticing it hitching up just here and there in the like, 4k mode very infrequently but like enough to where like it happens a couple times every time i play you know um not usually even during races but like during some other like when uh, some other shit's going on it's just hitching up here and there or when too much shit is like uh, when I'm trying to, like, when I unlock a new race type and then afterwards I have to open the map and a bunch of shit, like, is popping up at the same time. Like, uh, it just, it, the game slows down a bit. Or I had a weird audio glitch earlier where, the, like, the engine noises kept going while I was stopped. Um, and so I switched it to favor the frame rate and I didn't have any of those problems, but I c- couldn't not notice the slight enhancement in fidelity yeah well because it is really noticeable like it's noticeable with the trees basically like all the trees and the leaves in the trees and stuff are like super sharp and defined and then it goes into like a little bit fuzzy and jagged like and then the trees are fucking everywhere obviously so like all the fine detail is missing so i can't play in that favor uh frame rate mode without noticing that so i turn that shit the fuck off um, but other than like just a, a some slight technical problems, and I thought it like had froze once earlier, but it was fine. It just, there's just a long like initial load, um, when you get into the world, like when you get into the game, which is what I'm doing in the background right now. Right. Um, <clears throat> there's a long initial load. It's pretty substantial, and then after that, you're pretty much good. Like the races load pretty fast. Um, restarting races doesn't take a very long time doing like the shit in between. Like I've done a lot of the like bonus boards I've done. I haven't done a bunch of the stunt stuff, but I've done the like beauty spots. I know there's only 12 of those. There's only five showcases and I've done three of those. And those were, those were all cool. They're a little bit gimmicky, but they're fun because they're like big set piece things. Sure. Like one, I've raced a train and there was a part where you went into a tunnel and you drove alongside the train. Um, and it, you kind of get a little like claustrophobic feeling because you have this like very narrow area. Yeah. Then it's you're winding on this huge turn. Yeah. Um, Every time I see a giant spoiler on a normal looking car, it makes me think of Trailer Park Boys when J Rock put that spoiler on. Oh on yeah. Julian's car. <laughs> Sorry, that's a total non sequitur. But I just saw like a Porsche with a fucking big ass spoiler on it. Yeah. Right um, there actually just came up. Yep. And I was just it's like hmm. Yeah, it is a it is a super slick game though. Um, having the online stuff like I haven't engaged in that like that much, but the game has houses you can buy across the map, and so I've bought a couple houses now. Um, and they serve as the point which you'll start the game at, but also like a travel point, uh, you can go to, um, and a garage where you can like switch cars. Um, Are you in a Ford F one fifty right now? No, I'm in a the Raptor that I was talking. Well, F one fifty Raptor, I guess. Yeah, that's like called. a uh, it's yeah. a mod on the F one fifty. Yeah. Yeah, but I usually I've been using this Escort RS Turbo a lot. Um, I've also been using that Charger. Uh, I haven't done a lot of supercar stuff, but one of my favorite Lamborghinis I unlocked, and then I have a Trans Am that I souped up, but it actually kind of sucks handling wise, so I don't use it. Same thing with my Mustang GT. It's like I I'm not happy with it when I'm driving it, so I've been using this escort a lot. Um the old Scort Hog. Yeah, and it's uh 
It's pretty good, man. I just, uh, I don't I know. I took a road trip uh, with a friend, of, not a far one. We went down to um, West Virginia, and I sat in the back of an old Escort, and uh, it's not a big car. No. No, it doesn't appear to be one either. Um, but it's an awesome car. Yeah. Well, at least in this game. As far as this game is concerned, it is. Oh, I can I can confirm in real life it's still awesome. Yeah, but the map is loaded with shit. I have a ton of shit unlocked Holy right balls, now. Holy balls, that's a lot of fucking icons. Yeah, and this isn't even like a good scope. I can't even zoom all the way out. There's just a lot of shit. Is there like right I now. know this is fucking a ridiculous question in a car driving game. Is there fast travel in this? Yeah, there is. Um, but the way they do it is you pay for it. Hey. You pay credits. That sounds familiar. Um but also, you unlock these fast travel boards around the map. So I bought this like treasure map for Forza, which was like $2.50. And so I see the location of all the boards, like all these little purple icons. They're part of the treasure map. So, which actually to me makes it more fun because I, if I see that I'm close to like three boards, I will go and smash those boards. But every time you unlock a, or hit a fast travel board, you um, lower the cost of fast traveling. So eventually fast travel becomes free if you just collect all the boards. Okay. Which is what I did with Forza Horizon 3. And I think collecting the boards is fun because it is an open world game and it lets you see more of the map. And then also while you're on the map, like you'll get little notifications when you drive down a road you've never driven down. So like you'll like, obviously there's like, I think there's like 500 roads in this game. So there's a lot of fucking area to discover. But when I'm in an area where I see like, oh, here's a board and then there's another board around here, like sometimes it will lead me to like a vantage point or a danger sign or a speed trap. Like, so the speed traps you like blow through and you try to go as fast as you can. And sometimes they're around a bend or like somewhere a little precarious to where you have to be careful. Um, and then sometimes they're just in high traffic areas. But uh, the the like dynamic weather stuff is really fucking cool. The terrain difference is really like affects the gameplay a lot. So there's a lot of like shit. Like they have these cross country races. Mm -hmm. One that I'm about to hop in right now, and uh, you just have to like go through like all sorts of like you're not even gonna be on the road a lot of times. Like you'll be going through okay. like fields and shit, right? Or in mud or in gravel, and so like all that stuff, and then. When it's the winter time, you guys go through the ice. Um, I have a dumb character that I dress up with the dumb shit. I like shit. His boots. Yeah, I have some. He's flower. got like pastel, like they're like flowering yeah. yeah, rain boots. And then um, like seafoam green. It's great. He does a jazz hands emote when he wins. Um, he's doing the running man right now. Yeah, like. I have. Um, yeah. <laughs> so for with the wheel spins and stuff, sometimes you unlock car horns, sometimes you unlock emotes, and sometimes you unlock vast amounts of money, um, which I've come very close to and missed on 170,000 credits. Oh, shit. Um, like multiple times. I know the last time that I was here and you did your spins, you actually had pretty good success on them. Yeah, well, this game like throws money at you too, so it's not even that bad, but like, oh my God. This game looks a, so fucking ridiculous. Uh, it's so good looking, dude. Oh my God. I I love it, dude. I love it. I like. I really do like have nothing but a good time when I'm playing. Like it, it's just yeah. pure enjoyment. And I got the thing earlier where I'm getting better. And the game after you win a bunch in like first place and you're doing it pretty like 
handily it'll be like hey dude you're winning a lot of fucking races like pretty easily do you want to crank up the difficulty we'll give you more money when you win and i'm like yes every fucking time right i actually ended up by the time i was like done with forza horizon 3 i just landed on that guy it's pretty awesome um by the time i was done with forza horizon 3 i was like playing on like a pretty high difficulty yeah and i haven't been on this game um, partially because when I'm, I suck dick with the wheel. Like I'm just not very good. Sure. So, um, like not that it's all that comparable, but like I was the same way with, uh, Mario Kart on the Wii, like using the actual motion turning. Yeah. I was so bad. But then like, if you bust out a fucking GameCube controller, let me do, dude, I'd fucking shame people. Yeah, dude. I'm like, I'm I was much like better the, with a controller. Yeah, dude. I was like, tell I was like, you don't want me to fucking play with that dude. Cause I'll fucking put you down. Like you fucking, <laughs> cause it was a lot of, you down. I, it, well, because it's a lot of like people that aren't video game people, but they're playing because yeah. it's Mario Kart, and this, so they like you know that's how they knew how to play. They're like, "Yay, we move this wheel!" And I was like, "I will fucking spank you." <laughs> yeah, because like, dude, I've been doing this in Super Nintendo, and it's like without question, it would be like, "All right, man, if I switch," it, and it would just fucking I look Mario Andretti out there. Yeah, yeah, this game is like it's fun, but like the wheel, it but just it's cool doesn't to have, have enough. That. It's cool to have that option, though. It is. And I think when I'm playing with the like cars that go like 200 miles an hour and they're playing on a lot of straightaways, whoopsie doodles. Um, like when I'm playing with the supercars and I get back to the like Lamborghinis and like using the like Bugattis and shit, then I probably will bust out the wheel because that's when I was like best with it is where it's like I'm just doing subtle, subtle movements that, oh, Jesus Christ, that um, make a huge difference when I'm like fucking driving. You know, like um, if going two miles an hour, you're not going to be fucking cranking it to turn. Right. And shit. Um, so I don't know. Uh, but at this point in time, I'm enjoying it more with a controller. So it kind of makes me feel stupid for buying the wheel. Um, eh. But it is, a, it is a great game. Yeah. I really, really love this game. Like a, Good. a lot. It's to me, one of from like the pure like playing the fucking game standpoint. Oh, you fucking cunt. What? Yeah. Yeah, Jeff Gerstman just rammed me. His drive Oh, giant, a giant bombing's fucking yeah. laying dick on you right now. Jeff Gerstman, you piece of shit. Hey, it's between him People and fucking I Greg Miller right now. Yeah. 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 So I like the Xbox stuff, being able to like follow people like Jeff Gerstman and giant fr- and uh, Greg Miller, excuse me. Oh my God, I'm going to finish in second because I did so poorly. Um,. But yeah, and then I can obviously abuse... Being able to abuse a rewind in a race game is just like save scumming an XCOM, dude. Like, it's just <laughs> it like... It is very much like, like I that. didn't like what just happened. I'm going to fucking re-roll. But like, this is even to the degree where it's like, I didn't like what happened three turns ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then I get to the point where it's like, oh, I've, done so, I've gone so far to where I can't even... I don't even know if I can change the outcome of this race. I keep, I keep doing it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, I just, I had a lot of fun, fun with this game. It's just, that's basically point blank period is I have more fun playing this game and racing and the open world. The open world's excellent. Like the open world's one of the best parts. It's a great, I mean, it's basically like any other open world game except you're in a car. Yeah. And using it to get around and shit. Oh, damn it. Um, wait, did you win? No. Oh, fuck. It came ultra close. Point zero three three away from first oh by the way i also noticed that jeff's clan tag is bomb yeah that's awesome great oh stuff. there's dan Riker down there cool. yeah i have basically the whole giant bomb crew in there 
Um, but yeah, I just, I really like the game, man. I, I have a good time and it really like throws a bunch of shit at you to where like after the race, it's like, here's $6,000 and here's this much influence. And then like you gather influence also through a lot of other events. So there's so many meters that you're like checking off when you're done. It just seems like you're always progressing. It's the opposite of the dead cells thing I was talking about earlier, where I feel like every time I fucking end a play session with this game, I'm like, Oh, that was so good because I got X and X and X done. Like, yeah, it just seems like each time I walk away from it with like a few new cars and like, or unlocking like some new event or like, get like progressing along the race type because like i think like you get like three like you get a few levels into like like oh dirt racing or street racing um street racing school because most of it's at night and they put like road flares on it instead of the checkpoint flags Ooh. so like just That's it's just fun it's just fun because like this game like really embraces the <laughs> you were like straight side drifting up the side of a fucking steep hill yeah it's awesome the 4k like um hdr shit and so like there's a lot of fucking bright splashy colors and visuals and shit um and they really maximize i feel like this the is on um, to do this games pass right it is yeah i didn't even have to buy this which is the fucking most crazy thing ever like sometimes i'm like oh, i'm really not playing a lot of games pass games and then i'm like oh yeah play four so that's about all i need to play right that's 60 dollars worth, worth of games pass yeah. yeah value yeah so so yeah i just ascended a mountain just to get a, a fast travel board now it cost me a little less to fast travel nice cost me a little like 200 less and then sometimes i will just go crazy and just drift and like build a skill chain so one of my favorite things to do is wreck into these stone walls as you can see like it just like cobblestones just go flying here check it out like these stone walls and shit just oh, goes yeah, flying. Yeah. And then I'll like like start like whipping the tail of the car around to just get a bunch of drift points. And then I'm getting like this wreckage points and I'm building that that score up on the main part of the screen. Um and with a faster, bigger car, it's much easier. But like you can do that and if you can like loop that in with jumps and stuff. Like right now I'm working on like a twelve thousand point. But they can get all the way to like hundreds of thousands if you just fucking like go for it and really like work on building them already. Since I've been talking, it's already up to like thirty thousand. Um, but yeah, it's just a fun, another fun element of the game to where it's like, oh yeah, if you're just open world driving and you feel like fucking shit up, yeah, we're gonna reward you for that, you know? Because why the fuck not? Like there you go, you just got fifty thousand basically XP and you earned a skill point. And all it took was 30 seconds of reckless driving. It's like, and then you have this like skill tree for each vehicle that you can spend. Holy shit. That's in depth. Yeah. And so like, you might think that's like an annoying thing because if you want to switch vehicles and you don't have your skill tree for the new vehicle, but you get someone like they just throw points at you, dude. So it's just not, it's not hard to invest. You know, it doesn't become like a, big decision like i could have spent like six points just now and not even really given a fuck um so it's just it's just an incredibly rewarding game i enjoy it for that reason and because it's just plain fun like i just have a lot of fucking fun and it looks good damn good what do you mean you're having fun playing video games it looks damn good too it and does so that's uh basically everything i've been playing okay it's time for you. I will insert one small thing before my big thing. Okay. I did. Um, Please insert. Sorry. I will insert. I was insert playing. your small thing. Yeah. <laughs> Not the first time I heard that. No. Um, 
I mean, it can be pretty much gleaned that I'm playing every single week uh, into the breach because I am always oh, nice. playing it. You probably played way more of that game than I have. Uh, oh, I probably played way more than a lot of people. Uh, that game, uh, I mean, it's exquisite. I have started using the customizable um, trio. That's what oh, I'm okay. playing now. Yeah, and the so now I'm in full scale like uh, achievement hunting and uh-huh. trying to get coins. Yeah, and so that one is. The three achievements for that one are play three mechs from the same class, play three of the exact same mech, mm-hmm. and then play th- three flying mechs. So I'm trying to kill three birds with one stone. Oh. And I'm using three of the plane mechs that jump over. Mm-hmm. Because really, there aren't many flying mechs that have any offensive moves. From the Rusting Hulks? Yeah. Yeah, okay. And so I was like, all right, man, I'll be ambitious and try to do that. So I've got through... I think one island doing that, and so I'm kind of moving moving through. It's a little, it's not easy, but like easier than I thought it'd be because that smoke cloud really makes things advantageous. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I've been doing it, so I'm trying to get a few more achievements in that. So I've been playing that, and then I use the, because uh, I have now all of uh, the teams unlocked. Mm-hmm. And so I've used all of them at least once or twice. Oh, nice. Um so yeah, so the because the the bottom two is random team and then like custom team. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm I'm trying to do that, and moving through that. So yeah, game's still great. Yeah, as always, that's a fucking that's awesome never, game. Never not good. That's another game that I need to just time sync. Yeah, that uh, that game is gonna be probably ridiculously high on my game of the year for such a small, simple game. But oh well, I mean, but just, it's anything but. It, it, it right. is anything but simple. There's it, so much to it. It nails it. Dude, I, I'm, still tech, I'm still playing on easy, actually. Yeah, so of course. I, because why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you just squeeze the most fun out of it and then be like, you know what? Well, Let's and there's still, right, there's still some boards where I'm like, oh, I've messed this up. Yeah. <laughs> Even on easy where I'm like, oh, boysies, this is not great. No, that's that's like a game that I'll play for years. It's not even like a... It's just, it's never going to run out of fun for me. Probably not. Well, it's it's like playing like do people how how long people play chess centuries? Right. It's basically like chess. Like it's like here's the square board. I'm gonna give you a few elemental ideas that switch every time. But generally speaking, you're just gonna it's a strategy. Mm-hmm. Strategy is never the same. And if they give it the treatment that they gave FTL, they'll give a substantial expansion to it too. Post launch. Oh man, I didn't even think about that. So I'm fucking cream my jeans over <clears throat> that. Right. And FTL like. FTL is one of those games for people too, where it's just like, whoa, whoa I could keep playing this also. Like, so I will say though that I have heard from multiple sources, not just you, that the final flagship in FTL is like fucking insane. It is insane. Like, whereas this game doesn't really have that. Like, the final battle can be tough, but it's not like insanely brutal. Well, not on easy. No, that's true. Yeah. So, but um, and FTL on easy, it is hard. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, it's just it's a great fucking game. I love Into the Breach. Yeah, really good. I just need to play more of it. I need to always be playing it. And it's I uh, need it to come out on my phone. Right. That's what I need. I need it to like hit iOS and be compatible on my phone because my phone screen's big enough to where I can accommodate that. Because then I'll play that game every day. Like I would play Into the Breach every day if it's on my phone. Absolutely. Even if it's just a quick failure run, 
I don't care. Right. It's another game that benefits for me from like being on the Switch because it's another thing I play like while things are happening. Yeah, I have it on my laptop, but I constantly forget about it because it's on my laptop, and yeah. that's not where I go to play games a lot. So like, right. a lot of times I'm just like, oh, well, I guess I'll pick up... Actually, you know. I've played it many times picking up my Switch in order to play something else, and I'm just like, eh, well, I can just play a few runs of this. Yeah. And then it's like three hours later, and I'm like fucking like knee deep and hair teared out. I'm like, oh, fucking keep going. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's really good. Um, but then the big the big game that I got this week was Fallout 76. Oh. So after agonizing about how I wanted to buy this game, because as we know, I have the uh, GCU, so I could get 20% off, but I wouldn't been able to pick it up, mm-hmm. so I probably would have had to have it delivered. And then this game has an enormous patch. Mm-hmm. So I bit the bullet. And like lately that I've been doing, I bought it digital. Yeah. And then preloaded it. Yeah. Which was the right move. Yeah. Because then I then played it. This game came out on a Wednesday, by the way. Um. Okay. So game release dates are really stupid right now. They've just gone off the deep end. Because Battlefield Five. Yeah. Still technically, is like not out, but it's on store shelves. Well, I don't understand. So like. The digital date and the like get it early date and the date that it goes on store shelves are all different. It's dumb. I feel like that's EA being dumb. I feel like that game has totally lost you and me. Well, we're totally because you told me I didn't even realize, but I guess it's getting decent reviews. Yeah, we'll we'll circle back to this discussion. Anyway, uh, Fallout 76, it is, I think, um, I played the beta. Like the beta. Okay. I'm playing this game. It is... I I restarted because the beta deleted my character and I had to make just a fucking... Like a a stock character because I didn't want to go through it again. Mm -hmm. So I went back to making my original guy who has uh, a mohawk and bloodshot eyes. Okay. And then when you first start off, it makes you make like an ID picture Mm -hmm. for your like Fallout ID and you can give the guy like faces. So my guy has like a disgusted sneer and it's pretty funny but anyway um i think this game is awesome i think a lot of people will not think this game is awesome and that will not be incorrect but i think any uh, i think some of the problems that people have are things that i don't really think are huge problems because a lot of people think it's like, well, this is fallout 4.5 and there's not that much more i'm like well it's an entirely different setting and I liked Fallout 4 a lot, and it's just that with like survival elements, but that aren't so brutal that they're annoying. Um, I think there's like plenty of materials to craft what you need in terms of food and water, and the game is not hard to play by yourself, but is also very gracious to you when you are with people. So it's like a win-win. Um, but yeah, so I I have uh, played. Pro- I'm I'm back up to like level eight, which is I think what I got to in the beta. And I haven't played many games this week because I was working extended hours at work. Yeah. Um. So I played it like two or three days, but only in short spurts. But that's the other thing that's great about this game because it's perpetually like evolving and saving. I don't have to play that long, and it just like wherever I stop, I I it stops and saves. Um. 
I think it's good. I think it's it, a like when I booted this game up, like I was like, I'm ready to play Fallout again, and it seems like more Fallout. It scratches that itch, and it is exceedingly peaceful to play, which is kind of a weird thing in like a combat post-apocalyptic game. But the setting is so different than what I'm used to with other Fallout games because so much of them are based in big cities. Obviously, you had D.C. and then Las Vegas and then Boston. Mm-hmm. But this is like the rural hills of West Virginia. Um, it's a lot different. But So there's a lot of just... And because there's no NPCs in it, there's a lot of just kind of trekking and doing what you need to do, doing a little combat and then doing missions along the way. And it's it's fun. It's got a good gameplay loop. It's got this. It's got the same Fallout feel. I'm getting a lot of weapons that I'm then like repairing or upgrading or adding on to and stuff like that. And it's even got like places that you can claim. You can like lay claim to workshops that then become your like noted workshops that you can use, and they let you keep it until you log out of the game. So it becomes like your property. Like it even sends a beacon out to like the whole server. That's like. Praise to Shuhei has claimed the f- workshop at this like per certain place, mm-hmm. and so then like, and then you have to defend it against like a wave of uh, ghouls, or it's called scorched. scorched. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is the one time in this game where I was like, uh, it would have been nice to have a partner on this because I did it, but I also like had to kind of kite guys around a little bit to not get beat up real bad so have you been playing this with your brother or mostly just by yourself so far just totally by myself okay because uh mason didn't get ps plus until yesterday so i think starting soon i will be seeing if he wants to play and also a mutual friend of ours uh mike doyle has this game Ah. and which we just haven't been on at the same time um but it is something that like you definitely don't need anyone for the most part that I've seen, but it also could be more fun just having someone with you. Um, it I do see a lot of kind of similar, um, like makeup to Destiny and certain things because it does have like public events, and it's like one of those things where like a lot of Destiny I play by myself, but when you are with people, it could also make things just a little more convenient or easy, mm-hmm. and so it's, it's similar in that way. Um, but it's you know it feels like Fallout, a lot of the same enemies. Um, the real time Vats is kind of not great. That's what it, yeah I saw. And it's just I I don't use it hardly ever, so that kind of does take a little bit of like the Fallout ness out of it because that's such a huge part of the normal Fallout game. Have you had a lot of problems with uh, bugs or server issues? I was going to bring up that too. I have not had a lot of problems. I have had a couple times where missions took a little while to pop that I beat them. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, I have not had much issue. I've had a few lag spikes, but I'm very much used to that because my internet's garbage. So that may very well be my internet rather than the game. Um, but I ha- but I also have seen like un- inarguable, like horrible glitches on other people's yeah. ends. Um, which like I am, I know I'll probably eventually run into, and I'm not going to say like, well, it didn't happen to me, so I don't recognize. Like enough people have complained that I know it's a thing, yeah, and it's probably just inevitable that I run into it. Um, <clears throat> totally. Did your my mic just went out? Did your mic or did your headphones? My earphones, go? I mean. Yeah. All right, hang on. So, yeah, I mean, I obviously hope to avoid any huge bugs, but I know that they're there. And they even, like, sent out that missive about, like, 
hey, things might be buggy when we first start or whatever. So yeah, um, yeah, but it's I mean it's keeping my interest. It feels like Fallout to me, and that's one of my favorite series. And I'm playing Fallout again, and it was cool. For, like I, I like I said, I was I was ready to play Fallout again. So for that, I, it's not a perfect game by any means. I am having a lot of fun with it, and I feel like um experiencing with other people is another because that for when i played on the beta i played with some random guy and we played for like four hours together i think i mentioned that when Mm -hmm. i when i came that but it's just like and we had a great time we were doing stuff and it was pretty fun um so yeah i i think it's it's going to be not for everyone i think it's a very fallout ass fallout game and is like kind of a one of those fan service type games and i think it's interesting that they chose this to go with it may you know i I don't know exactly how much support it's going to get or how long they're going to go with it or what it's going to become, but so far, I'm, I'm really liking it. I was very excited for it coming out, and it's kind of scratched the exact itch that I was looking for, which is like a fallout in a slightly different setting in kind of a weird, different new environment. So are you... how like What percentage of the shit that you're doing, would you say, has been just like, go here, grab this? versus like actual like because that was a a problem that i had with fallout 4 even and this is less i mean this doesn't even have a kind of a story from what i understand and so like i know that fallout 4 like as much as i wanted to like really really love fallout 4 the way i like 3 in new vegas um it felt like a bunch of fetch quests and this seems like more of that from there you know there is quite a bit of like going and then um yeah and and yeah fetch quests but also like so far a lot of what i've done has been part of the quote-unquote like story because when you're leaving what you're doing is like following the trail of the overseer that's already left before you okay Um, and so a lot of this is done through like hollow tapes which is fine by me. I can see a lot of people not liking that, which I can understand, but like because I can listen to it while I'm doing other things. Because it plays in the background like while you're taking care of stuff. But then like her hollow tapes lead to like the new uh, like a new village um which then leads to more like characters being introduced through hollow tapes and then you're kind of following their story. Um so it's okay. There is like a lot of fetch quests and a lot of like go here to discover this, which then ends up leading to more of that. Um, because there's like no NPCs, that's going to probably be a lot of this. Does that make the game feel empty? Sometimes. Sometimes okay. it definitely does. And that's the one The one thing I was going to say like in terms of criticism, because I'm not trying to say this is like a perfect game or anything, but I really think like that was a bridge too far. Like to be like, there's no NPCs. It's like, I think that's kind of obtuse. Like yeah. you didn't need to do that. And like the couple NPCs that are like, they're all robots when they are NPCs. Right, yeah, I saw that. It's like for that to be a total, like I... I I don't exactly know why they chose to do that because it doesn't like, I guess they wanted to have some weird, like that phrase be where like every person you see is going to be a real human. It's just like, yeah, but I can't like have like, they're not a vendor. Well, and then also you don't have to explain their behavior. Yeah, that's true. So if a guy's always around the building and it's an always online game, like it just kind of, you know, yeah, like no, I see what you're saying, but, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like a lot of what I want out of Fallout is not in this game. And I've looked at it, like, speculatively a lot of times. And then I've seen that, A, it's got a lot of technical issues. And, B, it seems a little, like, 
I wouldn't say star for content because I haven't played it and I have no idea, but I don't know if it's going to have stuff that will keep me hooked and interested. So I kind of feel similarly to that Battlefield game where we were talking about where it's like, I, I really want to like and play both of these games. Yeah. Like, I really want them to be like, I should be excited for a new Fallout. I should be excited for a new Battlefield. But I'm not really excited for either right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of in this phase where I think, like, I'm going to take the wait-and-see approach because they took and, like, made... They put so much into Fallout 4 with DLC. They put so much into Elder Scrolls Online. Um, and that really came around. And I think if I bought Fallout 76 now that I would sooner hate it and be less likely to play it when it got good or in my opinion got good because I'm not saying it's bad right now, but I'm no, just saying right. like right now there's nothing that was like exciting me to play it. Yeah. Like other than like, Oh, there's some cool like Mothman shit. Like I'm, I'm sure there's stuff about fallout 76 that I would like because there's shit about fallout that I like. Yeah. I like the style of fallout and like, I like those games, but it just looks to me like especially on the technical side like i should just play the games i have and i should wait i would like, say I should definitely this is not a game that you're like ripping and raring and exciting to play don't jump into it now yeah now's not a good time and it seems like and that's a weird thing to say too because well, and that's coming from me who's like i adore it so far and i love that fall but i also dude the first thing you can vouch the first thing i texted you and hazel after i played that beta i was like I played it for four hours, and I could have played it for fucking five more hours. Yeah. I was like, but I also think a lot of people will hate this game. Yeah, and I'm wondering exactly where I would fall once I actually played it, but it seems to me like an early access game. Like, it almost seems like Bethesda made Rust. I can see that. And then then they put the Fallout skin on it. I think it could also be... This is going to probably get thrown... These comparisons are probably going to get thrown on a lot. I could see it also being something kind of like Destiny. Where, like, if you and me were to play it, it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. we're having fun because you and me are playing. Yeah. And, like, we would find ways in which, like, oh, man, we're out in the fucking... We're out in the wastes, like the fucking apocalypse. And it's like you and me, and we're fucking around. And I think that's kind of what they meant this to be. Yeah. Like, hey, get your friend... But, like, if you were to get on and it's like, oh, no one's on, I guess I'll play for a little bit. You'd be like, what am I doing? probably and that's see that's the weird like conundrum i'm kind of in is because like if i did get it and i did end up playing with you and like had like had a good time like obviously that's what i want i don't want to arrive to the game when everyone's done with it you know right but i don't know how long of a tail it's gonna have and i feel like this game is only gonna stick around if it does have a long tail and bethesda has a pretty good track record of supporting their games for long periods of time well they've already announced that they're already planning on putting more vaults in Mm -hmm. that you can discover later so i think they very much at the forefront of their minds right now is supporting this game or at least the short to middle term. Oh, I th- I wouldn't even question it. Yeah, because the everything they've done, they've been they've good supo- about it. Like everything, yeah. everything. Really, yes. like I can't think of a game that Bethesda's put out. That they no, didn't do. I mean they did with Prey, and they they just published that game. But like Prey got significant DLC this year, and I thought that like Prey did poorly for them. You know, yeah. but like well, it was the same they did thing that with, with Dishonored, uh, and that you know they did it was the same thing with uh, like New Vegas because New Vegas technically Obsidian made right. They just published mm-hmm. it. But that had tons of DLC. Yeah. So and, um, and so did Fallout 4, and so did like 
you know all the Elder Scrolls games and and Elder Even Scrolls Fallout Online. Three going back, yeah. So so yeah, I'm I'm not concerned with the long term. That's just to me the better better argument is like why not play the good games that I have now and wait for this game to shape up to where no. it has like a ton of shit that I'll be actually interested in. That's it. It is definitely a game that I as a pr- I'm like. I am the target for this. Yeah. And so when I see someone that's like not the target for this, not that you don't love, because I know that you like Fallout. Well, even my girlfriend was like, wait, Fallout came out and you didn't get it? Dude, my brother's roommate, John, said the same thing. He's like, there's a new Fallout game? I was like, right. That's kind of where we're at with this game. Mm -hmm. And so I think for the the super fans, it's kind of like, hey, you want to go back in, man, and play it in this kind of different way? And it's like, yeah, I'll do that. And then I'm having fun with it. But I think for like the general audience, it's like, it can seem a little bare bones. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it, it is a game that, like, I recognize has some faults, and I know that, like, I'm probably going to run into some technical nightmare at some point. Yeah, technically, I think it is kind of a mess. Worse than Fallout 4 launched with. Oh, I think by far. By a lot. Well, to the point where, like, they literally said, this is going to be a mess. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, you know it's bad when they come out preemptively and they're like, hey, shit's kind of fucked yeah, up. Yeah, it was kind of running damage control. Um, Yeah, and I, I think sometimes it doesn't look super pretty, which they the Fallout games have never been ultra great looking. No, but they've always had a style to them, and which kind of compensates for that. But here's the weird thing with, like, because I was, t- I watched a couple in depth videos on this because I've been very much interested. Sure. Well, because like the Fallout series, right? Exactly. And I would love to, like, I would love to be excited for this game. I'm just not excited for it. Yeah. Um, but, like, the, even some weird shit down to the lighting, where the lighting outdoors has this volumetric feel and looks really good. And that's a lot of what they did in the last Fallout. And then indoors, the lighting's all fucked up. Yeah, like it's it's weird. Yeah. Like I, I just like weird shit, and that the vats shit, where it goes from like ninety five to zero percent in like less than a second. It just like, and because it's not slowed down, I can't account for that. Yeah, it just, so then I'm taking like two shots at ninety five, and then the third shot's zero. Yeah, because he shifted weird. It's bro- so vats is broken, and it's yeah, just, it's a, and it doesn't look good. Like the implementation yeah. of it doesn't look good. And so it's just like, uh, God no, it. it's not. It, it I will a hundred percent admit it is like not their finest hour. No, and I think that there's like a lot to criticize about this game. And quite frankly, like I'm not even gonna say it's a good game. I'm saying I'm enjoying it a lot. Well, and I think it'll get there. I think it'll get to the point. But it it feels like an early access game to me. Yeah, it feels like an early access Fallout, and it feels like this and Battlefield both suffer from the fa- same problems. It's like they should have got delayed. Honestly. Sure. Like, yeah. I mean, and maybe not so because, like, b- games like this come out in this state now and people enjoy them. So, it's like, why would I say it should get delayed when you just told me you had a great time with it? But at the same time, it's just so unpolished and, like, it, there's issues. So, it's a weird thing because I don't want a game that's, like, going to fuck up a lot, but it, I can't tell how much something's going to fuck up on me. And what's weird is... um <clears throat> the 1X version plays at a higher resolution. It plays at 4K than the PS4 Pro version. Um, but the PS4 Pro version runs better. Um, because it, it's running, I think, at a something that it can handle, like a more stable resolution, where it's like that fake half 4K, like checkerboard 4K, and it's running at like a solid 30, where the Xbox One X version is actually the lowest performing of all consoles besides base PS4. 
Um, hmm. It's worse than base PS4. It gets down to like f- like sub 20 frames sometimes. Oh, God. And that's just because it's trying to p- push all this like, you know, it's full 4K yeah. shit and it, it just can't handle it. It's just not optimized well. So like, I don't know, like I, I actually would get that one on PlayStation anyways because it's not like this game is like visually on par with some of the other games that I'm playing, like the new Forza or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, or Red Dead. Um, but I don't know. At the same time, I just have so much shit to play. Like the, the idea of me putting down Forza or not going back to Tomb Raider or Call of Duty or fucking Red Dead, like those four games right now are basically like what's on my plate in 2K. So five, five games that I have to play to stop and play Fallout and then maybe like deal with some technical bullshit. It's just like, I should wait, you know? I keep telling myself that I should wait. I should maybe rent it so that way I have a frame of reference of what the game's actually like. Right. And then decide. But like right now, it just seems like a wait and see. Let them patch it a couple times. Let them throw in some new vaults and shit like that. And then when I actually get to it, hopefully it'll be more built out and you guys will still be playing, hopefully. And then I'll get the experience that I really want. I mean, I'll probably keep playing. Like I can see myself kind of sticking with it but also like but then i don't know what the disparity of level if that's if that'll be a deal or what yeah i i I think there's a lot of like questions to it and that's Mm -hmm. kind of a concern moving forward and it is like i feel like if it was something that wasn't fallout i would probably have no interest in it yeah you know what i mean right yeah like if this was just like uh, just some random game Mm -hmm. um but uh, for the time being, I'm enjoying it. Unless I, and I'm sure I'm going to encounter some horrible bug that's going to make me want to jump out a window. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I am going to keep sticking with it and um, probably, hopefully, play with some people at some point that I know. And then if not, because I thought Ron was talking about getting this game as well, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm sure a bunch of people I know will have it even. Yeah. So I don't, I don't talk to my best of friends for months at a time sometimes, so uh, yeah. sometimes I don't know. Um, but yeah, so it's it definitely not without flaws, and I definitely think like if you're on the fence, I would actually tell people to lean towards not getting it for now. Mm. Um, but for like a super fan that's like on point, like it, I, when they made the announcement that they're making something new Fallout, I was like on board immediately. And then after their um, thing at, uh, was it E3 that they had their like, layout for... What they were doing, right? That Todd Howard came out and talked about it. Uh yeah, E three was when they, they had a showed. conference at E three. I mean, yeah, because yeah. uh, that's when they talked about uh, what's what's their fucking space game? Starlink. No, Starlink is the toy one. That's it's the Starfield. Yeah, I keep wanting to call it Star Citizen. That's not the right game. No. Um, but yeah, so I was excited about it, and I was like, okay, man, I'm going to play this fucking game. Like, that's going to happen. And then I was excited about it, and it came out, and it's kind of like what I wanted. Um, but it, I also recognize it could be better, and I think it will get better, and it's mm-hmm. kind of like an encouraging thing. So, um, yeah, it is, it is it, like, I hate the phrase, but like, it is what it is. It is what I expected it to be, kind of with the ugly pockmarks involved. But it's also like super fun, and I enjoy the gameplay loop, um, and just exploring. And like a lot of the quests in this game come from like finding notes. Since mm-hmm. there's no NPCs, there's like you find a note, and they're like, "I'm going to um, this place. Find me there if you read this." 
and then you go there and then there's kind of like not a like prolonged out story but kind of a like just a set piece then that explains itself you're like oh i kind of see what happened here that kind of deal Mm -hmm. uh but yeah it's it's interesting i think it's like an interesting like experiment in how they're making games they've never really done well i guess they did um elder scrolls online but this is even like different than that because Elder Scrolls Online is kind of like a full MMO it's type thing. It's an MMO, thing, right? yeah. yeah. This is more like in the vein of, not to keep referencing it, but in Destiny, the vein of a Destiny. Yeah. Like a multiplayer active online shooter mm-hmm. thing. You know what I mean? Where it's like, hey, you should probably get people to help you with this. Like, you can do it yourself if you want, but you may be kind of swamped. And it's like, all right, fuck it. Uh, and then obviously it has like the crafting survival like inventory management elements which i don't mind i know a lot of people hate that shit yeah um, i don't know where i've fallen that because uh, it kind of just depends on how much of a pain in the ass it becomes and that's the thing I, i've seen people that are like i hate it and i'm like i don't i'm not bothered by it that much but i could also see like sometimes i like that kind of stupid time management dumb shit but like I may also be like that's the one thing I'm I'm like totally not objective about this game. Mm-hmm. Like because I love the Fallout franchise so much that I'm just like, all right, man. Like I just I really like it. I like playing it. I like like just opening my pit boy and looking at and seeing this shit and setting that up and all this shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can understand it. So when people criticize this game, as long as it's a realistic criticism, I'm like, yeah, I understand it. So. It is. It's. I'm. I'm interested to see where it goes and to play with it and being one of the people into the ground floor. Yeah. To be in with there with it as it evolves, um, and and to see what they do with it because it's kind of a, a it's kind of a, a fascinating like weird time capsule of. Like, yeah, it's strange. Yeah. It seems a bit rushed, but I also am totally confident it'll get there. Yeah, I hope it you does. Know? I hope it continues to improve and like. I hope I keep enjoying it. Yeah. Because so far it's been good. Sweet. Yeah. Well, uh, there's that. Um, now we do have some uh, dangle dongles to talk about. Some stuff's been happening in the uh, video game world hey. of the United States of America. Of the universe. USA.Earth.World.Globe. Okay. Well, all right. Video games. I really like video games. I do too. Let's talk about some that have been coming out. Okay. Um, some ones that people have been talking about. Detective Pikachu's getting its own movie. It's got a trailer. Whippy, whippy, magoo. It's got a weird Ryan Reynolds Pikachu in it. Yep. Um, I don't really have anything to say about that. I just think that's a thing. Well, I mean, I have plenty to say about it. None of it positive, so I'm just going to refrain. Mm. I think it looks dumb as fuck. Mm. All right. Um, some games that people are talking about. People are talking about that Astrobot game on PlayStation VR. I cannot because I no longer own a PlayStation VR. Uh, people are talking about that Tetris effect on PlayStation VR. Man, people love that game. Yeah, they do. Uh, it seems like Luminous meets Tetris in VR, which sounds good. You can play it without VR too, right? Yeah. I actually so. almost, this is going to sound totally not just, but I almost looked at it to see how much <laughs> it was, but that's where I'm at with the touch. Is it a 60, it's not a $60 game, is it? 
Or is it? No, I doubt it. I bet at most it would be 40, but I don't know. I don't know. Still a lot for Tetris game. I'm going to look it up on the PlayStation Store. Tetris? It could be a $30 game. Tetris is always like an expensive puzzle game. It's $40. For a VR game, that uh, makes sense. All the VR games are expensive. Which is kind of why I didn't play a lot of them. Because it didn't seem worth it. Um, Hitman 2 is out. And people seem pretty warm on it uh, being more Hitman, which is a good thing. If you um, like the first one, then having more of that is what you want. It seems like this is the extra season of stuff that they would have done had they had Square not uh, given up on it. Yeah. So... I don't hold that against him. It seems just like more solid Hitman, and people seem to like that Hitman. Uh, I haven't played it, so I can't speak to it. And then Battlefield Five has this weird um, amalgamation of release dates that uh, I don't even know, because like technically that game's not supposed to be out for three days, but like it's on store shelves. But I think I looked at it on Xbox today, and it was in the coming soon section. So I don't get it. All I know is that it has been available for sale in some capacity. That's probably one of those deals where they're trying to sell you the expensive version first. But yeah, it's still in the great games coming soon. Uh, and I saw it at Best Buy yesterday. So that makes sense. Uh, but look, I could get it with EA Access for a reduced cost of fifty three ninety nine. What a deal. Mm. Hooray. And then it says it's available on the 19th. 11 p.m., not the 20th. Oh, that's an hour early. Whoopee. Um, Yay. Yeah. That game seems fucked. Uh, like, <laughs> <coughs> that game seems uh, dot, dot, dot. Uh, fucked, yes. In, in ways similar to Fallout 76, to be honest. Like, I don't think it looks like a bad game. And I don't think it entirely plays like a bad game either. But like, I will say, though, when I played the Fallout 76 beta, I was encouraged. When I played the Battlefield 5 beta, I was discouraged. Yeah, although I've seen some stuff now on the actual, like, I've seen some actual gameplay now that is more encouraging than the beta. Um, that beta had some weird issues, and then some of the stuff I've seen is also reflections of that weird issues, and then some of it isn't. So I think uh, in reality, it's probably going to be one of those games that will get there, um, is not currently there. It is uh, unfinished feeling in a way that is probably almost exactly like that Battlefront game that I liked in 2014, not the messy one. But like, if you look at this, here we got a video up here on the new Battlefield. There's aspects of this that look wrong, like the textures on the floor and shit it looks look old. wrong. It just doesn't, but it doesn't look right. And then there are other moments where I'm watching this game where it looks fine. So I just feel like there's just, this game's got issues that it needs to iron out and then it won't be so bad. Um, but I can't tell, like it's a, it's a weird, it's a weird thing when you have this game that like, oh, it definitely has this like tech behind it that looks good. And like they've like Battlefield One's a fantastic looking game, you know? Absolutely. Like, it, it really is. But then you have shit where it's, like, stuff floating around on screen. Like, look at this shit right now. Oh, that was on screen. It's just, like, this floating fucking pack in the air. 
Like, what the fuck is going... Like, these... Oh, yeah, that what sucks. What the fuck is going on? Yeah, that's garbage. And it just seems like the game is riddled with um, some technical problems right now. And I don't know if it's going to get to the point that I ever really want to get it. But it seems like it is... Okay, so it doesn't have the behemoths of Battlefield 1. Um, and I'm just not sure what makes this game stand out like really i don't think it's anything that's the point and a lot of the reviews are coming out saying it's like pretty solid when it works and that's i bet that's true but they took like some key parts of the battlefield formula and some key parts of battlefield one and they didn't include them and so it just has me kind of scratching my head here like i bet when this game comes out and all the dlc is there and the bugs are gone like I bet it's a pretty fun shooter, you know? But right now, there's nine maps, or eight maps, I think, total. And it just seems like it's rough. And so, and also, some of the maps were in that beta, and they were not very impressive. Yeah, absolutely. So, so like, I just don't, I don't see it. Um, They changed the way some of the classes work, and I'm not sure I like it. Um, You can't spot anymore. Yeah, that's fucking lame. Which is weird because that's like such a big part of Battlefield. Um, I don't know. At the same time, the gunplay doesn't look bad, but I don't know. Like, like I don't know what's the shit with like him like grabbing a clip and like showing you it. You know, or, or grabbing like a med side, pack and yeah, showing like you he's it. constantly like pick like sh- like holding things up in his offhand. And some of the stuff looks like some of the stuff looks really good, and some of it really doesn't. It's just like a weird contrast of like, like the visual quality, you know. Like some of this looks really bad, and that's how I felt in the beta. So I'm just not sure uh, what happened with this game. I have heard the story is fun, you know, but it's a weird story. Because it's uniquely not that World War Two feeling. Like, yeah. it just... Well, I don't know. You know, I'm judging it based on shit I haven't played. But I know that, like, on one thing, you're a girl who's, like, skiing and sniping. Like, you're fucking Jeremy Renner in Wind River. Or, and, like, you're a fucking James Bond fucking villain. Yeah, and I just don't... I don't know what this game is doing. I don't know man. if I care. That's the thing. Like with this game, I'm like, I just don't care. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I do. I think EA's no. kind of lost the thread here. And then, I which d- is sad because last year they nailed it so well. Well, the year before last, last year they put out Battlefront Two and it was oh, a stinking was a piece pile of shit. Of shit. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, I'm like wishful <clears> thinking that they made a good game last year and they fucking didn't. Yeah, but this game looks worse than Battlefield One. Dude, Battlefield One was great. So Battlefield great. One was excellent. It was like actually almost a perfect shooter like it was so well done yeah it looked great it fucking felt great and they like nailed the world war one aesthetic which Mm -hmm. is not easy to do because it's such kind of this is gonna sound minute like to fucking but that's such a nondescript war yeah like world war two has such a like history to it you know what Mm -hmm. i mean it's fucking hitler like us versus the nazis whereas world war one kind of always got brushed under the fucking table but they like nailed it. It was so well done. Um, we had a lot of fun playing that. Like we played yeah. together a bunch, even. Um, but this game just like looks like they they lost the way. Yeah, man. It just it it does not look like the follow up to Battlefield One for sure. 
it looks similar. But if I were to watch side by side videos of this, I would think that this game came out before Battlefield One, and that Battlefield One was the more successful sequel. Because it's just, I don't know, man. It just doesn't seem. It right. looks worse. <laughs> like, and then, it, and it then I see the worse. snowy like level and shit like, and that looked really good right there. But like, it's just weird. In moments, it looks terrible. It's hard to explain. It's just like some flat textures and shit. Like it doesn't seem like they load in. Then they have this weird fortification shit that looks like a ripoff of Fortnite, where you can like throw down sandbags now and create cover. Um, and it looks like they looked at what Fortnite was doing and uh, they decided to ape it, in a way, but just for Battlefield. So I just don't know, man. All I know is that it is similar to Fallout 76. Is like I can't, I'm not super excited for this, and I'm kind of bummed that I'm not excited for it. And I hope that it just gets there and gets better and stops, frankly, kind of embarrassing itself. Like I think this game is kind of embarrassing. Like the way, like, like this, even the video that I'm watching right now is just like they're showing a bunch of bugs like in a row like a lot a lot of shit it's just fucked up so um i'm just like i'm just probably just gonna skip this entirely probably like even if they quote unquote like improve it or i just like i I would more i would i'd be more likely to get black ops 4 than this which you already got black ops 4 over this yeah um and I think even with my misgivings towards Black Ops 4, I think it still is more interesting than Battlefield 5. Yeah, it just looks um, a bit fucked. It, yeah, it lo- just, yeah, milk toast and like, it looks like you did what you did before, but worse. Mm-hmm. And I'm not at all interested in partaking in that. No, no, sir. Uh, finally, one uh, large bit of news here. I think this is uh, what we were talking about much earlier in the week. Uh, Sony has announced its plans to not partake in E3 for 2019 or hold an event uh, during the press conference. For the first time in the 24-year history of E3. Yeah. Is, so, is this Sony just feeling themselves? I don't know what it they, is yet. Because also, like they didn't have PSX this year, right? Last year. Last Or last year. Or, or is no, it, it was this year, right? They skipped it. Or was it last year? Because it's normally in December. Did they do one last December? I thought... Or did they announce that they're not going to have one this year? That's what happened, right? So they're not having a PSX this year, and they're not going to E3 next year. Yes. yes. Okay. That's what happened. Because okay. PSX happened last year, right? Yeah. Yes. I don't think it was very impressive, but I think it happened. Mm-hmm. And then it would have been... Yeah, because it's usually... It's almost it's always in December, right? Yeah. Last year, I think it was like December 8th or something. Because, yeah, they showed off some Detroit and some uh, God of War, Soul Calibur Six. Um, shit like that. Yeah, that's when they announced the meta medieval re- remaster. Um, it was not a lot at PSX last year, 
And there was not a lot at E3 this year for Sony, and so there's not going to be anything for them next year. It's strange. Um, I don't I think they're going to go the Nintendo route and just directly release their information. Do you um, think? Okay. Their their E3 show last year was kind of a Lackluster. fucking nightmare. Yeah. No, it it was fine in terms of what they put out there. It was bad in terms of how they put it out there. Because they did that thing, I don't know if you remember, where they like moved press from room to room. Did they? Was this? And then they, they cut the away, and they had the intermission for like yeah. fifteen minutes. So they really sloppily handed that. And I think that they're going to put on their own show, regardless of when they do it. They're going to do it before or after E three. Well, you made a pretty funny text, which I actually kind of agree with. And it was like. Prepare for a PlayStation Direct. Yeah, that's it's what like, we're gonna get. I wouldn't be surprised if that's exactly what they did. That's obviously what's gonna happen. Like we now, that has to be it. Questions. Let's yeah. discuss this. This is a video game podcast. Is this a a pivot because of what E3 is becoming, or is it the weird? PS3 era hubris we saw from PlayStation before. I'm hoping it's more the former and less of the latter, but it's definitely like two things. I My think initial thought was that that they're like, this is unnecessary for us now. But also I think there is a gram of like pompousness to that in itself. Maybe. I don't know. Um like obviously Nintendo hasn't been at E3 for a long time, but right. they put out their own shit during E3. Yeah. They're saying they're not going to put out stuff during E3, which I think would be just incredibly stupid as a company to let the entire games industry announce things and leave yourself out of it. Unless you precede E3 with a bunch of announcements or announce a bunch of things after E3. Now, it might be beneficial this time around to announce after E3 because A, you're still ahead in the console race and you know Microsoft is going to announce stuff for Absolutely. their future plans. Especially so, with like all the studios they bought and shit. A, yeah, totally. And they've continued to do that. They bought Obsidian. Um, Wait, they did? Yeah. They I didn't know Obsidian. that. Microsoft bought Obsidian? Microsoft bought Obsidian Smart. and another... Obsidian's um, awesome. Another PC studio, another PC RPG studio. I'm in. Um, they seem so, to be doing the right thing. So yeah, so um, I think th- that it it's it makes sense, and then they're probably also looking at like not only are they the market leader, but who else has done it? Let's see, Nintendo's done it, and they've been massively successful without it. So, um, but I think you're still going to see EA and Ubisoft and uh, Microsoft do their thing, and then Nintendo's going to get in there and you are know, you talking about at E3, at or around E3? But like, I think Bethesda could also probably be back in it. Yeah, and uh, like it's kind of broken off and weird now, but I think it's it's beneficial to have this like large week where the industry like all like kind of converges and like lays their cards out on the table or or some of it, you know. Um, yeah. And so, uh, but at the same time, Sony has done some weird shit like very very recently. Like they waffled on the crossplay shit. Um, they put out this obscure, fucked up way to change your names that might break everything, and they released the PlayStation Classic, and it doesn't have like it's it's not the thing that anyone really wanted. No, I think that um, we are seeing a little bit. I don't think to the degree, but we are seeing elements of the Sony putting their head up their ass thing. 
We definitely were with the crossplay shit. Um, well, because yeah, we joked about it, but then they literally say it's just like we're better. We're like, the best. Like it's the best experience or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That that was stupid. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't see how like until you announce your further plans, like how this helps generate any excitement. It obviously doesn't. Um, it might make sense from a business standpoint. And I'm sure when they come together and like put out what they want to put out, that they'll have the means to do it and get everybody talking about their shit anyway. So it doesn't really matter. Um, but it's kind of a bummer, kind of a bummer because I look forward to that time of year where everything happens at once. And if they're not going to be a part of that, or if they're going to come like, come in hot before it or afterwards it's just like eh, okay like that it's just it's more elongated bullshit like it's just i don't know i like that massive fucking dump of like everything you could possibly be wondering about like here we go here's five games from playstation here's five games from xbox here's five games from nintendo and ubisoft has stuff and ea has stuff and bethesda has stuff and like so now Sony's not going to take part in that? Like, it just seems odd. And also, it's just like, from a certain perspective, like, I get, it's also lame. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like, just kind I of just like, like... I eh. liked when you were just there and you had... A th- even if you didn't do a lot, even if you did one thing that was interesting to me, it was like, oh, that's fun to hear about. And now it's just like, you're gone totally. It's kind of a bummer. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, at the same time, if they do like come out with whatever they're doing and they do it a month before or after or a few weeks before or after E3 and they just have cool shit to announce, like it's not going to change my impression of what they announced at all. If this is a thing where they want to do it on their own, that's fine by me because the Nintendo directs give me the information that I want anyway. It doesn't matter that it's not E3, yeah. but I just like the like big, like, hey, we're going to hit you with two to ten big things mm-hmm. in an announcement. And if that's what they're doing, but on their own terms, then I'm, like, I'm cool with it. Like, it, yeah. it's fine. It doesn't have to be E3. It's just been traditionally, that's what been, it's been a part of. Um, but, like, if it's, if this is just because they don't have anything to tell me, that's a, pain in the ass well and i think they're prepping for the next generation of shit but it's weird that like they're doing this unique like oh only sony would do this stuff to where the browns just fired their fucking head coach and offensive coordinator at the same time and that's what this reminds me of it's like we canceled our playstation event in december and we canceled the one in the summer and it's like uh could you just put an announcement for something that you're going to do out there? Right. Like, why don't you just fucking, like, it makes you look dumb. It makes you look like you don't have a plan right now. It makes you look like you have absolutely nothing to show for yourselves over the next seven months. Yeah, exactly. So it why don't like, you not make that the message that I right. received? It looks like you're totally lost at sea. Yeah. And yeah. for the market leader to be like, like, okay, please don't leave me with that impression. Like... Especially because right now I'm buying every, everything on fucking Xbox now because the fucking, uh, the, the disparity in like Red Dead and shit is very noticeable. So do something, please. 
I'm Don't just tell me that you cannot wait. We're not going to be doing anything I'm here. on the verge of buying an Xbox myself. We're not going to be doing anything there. We're not going to consider doing anything for a long time. Okay, well, you're going to do something. And it's just a matter of when. So why don't you tell people then? I bet, I bet Sony announces stuff during E3. I bet they do. I bet they totally fucking go back on their statement. Your your E3 prediction this year is Sony does shit. I bet they do something right or like within a week of E3. Because why would you not? If you were in the position where you have the best selling console and like more people playing on your shit than anyone and everyone's going to be talking about video games and they're not going to be talking about you at all, like your shit, why? Why would you let that happen? Even if you just announce some dumb shit, like do that. God, what a stupid do thing. Do something. Yeah, Jesus be Christ. Be involved. It, it's just, it's really dumb that you would Is like, it because they flushed a bunch of their like long-standing games out this year? Is that the thing? No, I still think I I mean I think they've overshown a lot of stuff that's going to come out. You know. Yeah, I Because I, at this I point don't I don't know. need to see more Death Stranding. I don't need to see more Last of Us 2. You just need to put those games out. I don't need to see Dreams ever again. You could just put that game out. I don't need to see Days Gone. You could just put that fucking game out. Right. Like I don't I like just put, just put those fucking so games out. So is that out. why? Is that maybe they're like I don't want to show you the same shit again? Maybe, but what it probably is, I'm guessing it has to do with their future plans. Yeah, is really what I'm guessing. And their like, and insistence their pers- on being independent. Maybe and and the E3 thing could have been a long time coming. Like obviously, well, that's why. Like when I mentioned, it's like, is this just the shift of like E3 becoming inconsequential? That's what I think it is. But Sony's so bad at the mess at controlling the messaging right. that they're leaving that right. to be a question. Yeah, exactly. It should not they're be a not question. Like, yeah, dude, you should. If this is what you're doing, you should be like, not even to. You don't even have to do it in a way dissing E3, which is like, yeah, we think we've evolved to a point where we want to send our own message or whatever, or like we want to have, we want to involve. Just there's so many ways to do it. Like other than host being our like, own thing. Other than to quietly being like, hey. Everyone, we're not going to do PSX. And then like two months later, be like, we're also not at E3. It's like, what are you doing then? Yeah. What are you doing? Like, are you trying to be fucking cheeky about it? And you're like, we're not at, at, at E3. It's like you're saying, like, are they going to announce something that week anyway? And it's like, we're not at E3, but here's 10 announcements. It's like, oh, okay. So you're trying to be cute about it. Yeah, I just, I, I can't I imagine that... The week before or the week after E3, we don't ha- hear anything from Sony, right? Because yeah. how no. dumb would that be? Well, see, that's why, it, to me, it's like a coin flip. Because they've done some stupid shit before where I'm like, this makes no sense. Or would it be that like they have something that they're doing with Ubisoft or with e- like EA or with Bethesda to where it's like... We secured this marketing deal, and so we're going to talk up the PlayStation when we're talking our new games. But, like, I did see even that's dumb. Like, I don't, like, no one gets anything from that. Like, if they show the Division 2 and they remind you a million times that it's PlayStation, like, I don't actually care because it's coming out on everything, you know? Right. So, who gives a fuck? Um, but yeah, stupid. And that'll it's, do it. It's very weird. I don't understand it. 
Because they don't let you understand it. They don't give you enough information to uh, be capable of understanding. Nope. They want you to be in the fog. That seems to be their MO. Lovely. I will take my seat in this fog and I will drool in the dark until clarity arrives. Okay. Help. <laughs> I won't help you. Okay. All right, that'll be all tonight, sir. Thank you, and give me my dessert. Give me my reward. Cherry Swiss roll. Interesting. Slap it. And clap it. And squeeze it. Smush it in your fingers. Trap it. And let me lick your nails. Good night. (laughs) 